of Am I a Bad Mum podcast with Rachel Thiday and Katie Matten and we constantly ask whether I'm a bad mum or you're a bad mum or are any of us bad mums or are we just trying our best and doing well? <laughs> I think the way to look at it is are we doing it well? You don't know. There's no book. There's it, no rules. There's no regulations. There's no this is the way to raise this child because they're just so different. What I will say is you've got two little girls that have beautiful manners, friendly, warm, polite, lovely. So I go, you're doing a good job. Mm, yeah. And the same goes with your girls. Like it's, and they're going into their teens. Like you really <laughs> are in for some tough years. <laughs> they're not going to be nice for much longer. <laughs> Hey, something happened that made me laugh. We had our end of year dance concert a couple of weeks ago. Amelia had been sick, so she'd been off school for a couple of days that week and the concert was going to be on the weekend. Mm. And so I called up the dance school and I said, just to let you know, Amelia's sick today. I've kept her home from school, but she will make the concert on the weekend. Like Mm. she's almost better, just going to give her another day mm. and then she'll be fine. And the lady on the phone, because you know how these dance schools, they take it so seriously. Oh, like yeah. the kids have been practicing all year. It's a big deal. Yeah. You can't not take them and they can't not be there because it creates a hole in the onstage sort of performance. And yeah, yeah. She said, it's not ideal that she's going to miss a class this week. And I said, yeah, but, you know, this day and age, you can't send them with a runny nose yeah. and a sore throat anymore. Like if you've got a bit of a sniffle yeah. or a cough, it's very frowned upon since COVID to be sending them. Like you have to keep them home. Everywhere says it. There's signs on every door. Stay home. Do not come in if you've got any cold or flu symptoms. Yeah. She said, oh, yeah. She said, um, but we're relaxing the rules a little because we need the kids to all make the concert and make sure they've done the rehearsal. <laughs> so I was like... Oh, you're relaxing the rules, are you? Does Anastasia know about this? Oh, you're like, okay, let me just um, give Anastasia a call (laughs) and uh, ask her if she's okay with our COVID (laughs) relaxing. (laughs) Am I a bad mum for trying out a new way to eat? Elsie doesn't eat fruit or vegetables, so she, she's quite proud of that fact. She's, isn't she? Yeah, she loves to tell We talk you. about it. We do talk about it a lot on this podcast because when you're a parent and you've got a child that might push back on something, i.e. fruit, vegetables, I mean, your girls push back on meat. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be food. Maybe it's water. Maybe it's milk. Maybe, you know, it doesn't have to just be that category. But when you find a little you know, hiccup in the road when you're parenting, you go above and beyond to see how you can implement other ways to do it, right? Yeah. So leading in with this, obviously Elsie now is eating vegetables but she still will not touch fruit. So there's two parts to this story. What I've decided to do is within every different culture is different types of food, right? Yeah. And so we've got really close family friends whom are Polish So we went to the Polish club for dinner Mm -hmm. and I thought this is going to be a great way for my girls to learn how to eat different food from different cultures and try and experiment with everything 
and just give it a go. And I was nervous. So it's educational really as well then yeah. because you're teaching them about different countries and yeah. you know, a bit of geography and a bit yeah. of cultural That's stuff. one of my strong points is geography. No, you no. like to go places. <laughs> you don't know about them. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I was waiting for you to correct me. You, you like uh, a holiday. You don't know about sedimentary rocks. I love visiting. Rock. No, I love visiting locations. I don't necessarily have to know every detail from a geography side of things. I do need to know where to eat, where to drink, where the nights out are. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really good at finding. I don't need to know where the country is. <laughs> I know. I need to know all the good stuff. But yeah, so I just decided. Okay, well, we'll come along to the Polish club. It was a school night, but this is fine because we've got to eat anyway. We got there early. We rocked up and it was in the back streets of Milton in Brisbane. I was going, oh, my gosh, here we go. I don't even know what we're in for. Went in. These ladies that work there were like two Polish grandmas working it was so much fun and the food was so delicious. It was like home-cooked Polish food and Elsie blew my mind and actually tried different things of, you know, the Polish culture and I loved it. It made me so happy and I was like, okay, what's next? They ate all their meal and I thought to myself, okay, well, that's fine. We've got a Greek club, an Italian club. I'm going to go and try all of them. This yeah. is like... It's like travel, but not. I don't know if you have to be members, actually. You can become a member, but you don't have to. Okay. Because I'm a member of the Greek club. Oh, yeah. So you can, and then I think you get certain discounts or you get like a discount on your birthday, something like that. Anyway. So how good's a Greek club, though? You could go to the Greek club. We could teach them about, obviously, Greek food, Italian food, Polish food. You know, we could go through the whole of basically... It's a lot of eating. All the way around the world in Brisbane. It's a lot of eating out, though. It's my, expensive. My, it's really good. My question to you yeah. is, having listened to everything that you've just said, do you think Elsie doesn't like fruit and vegetables or do you <laughs> think she just might not like your cooking? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it could be a combination of A and B. I don't actually cook much with fruit. So the fruit pushback at the moment is intense. But you're right, could be my cooking. <laughs> it doesn't a... seem to be me though. It's it's me. It's at home. It's home in general. So it could be myself. It could be Sam. My mum's decided to grace us with her presence again. She's come back from Concurry. So it's mum's food she complains about. So it's not just that. It must just be our household. Well, let's sell the house. Maybe we sell the house. <laughs> I mean, we talk about extreme parenting. This is extreme parenting. You will sell the house and then you can't afford to eat out everywhere, everywhere. every night. So just rent for a while just to try that house and see if she eats it. Talk about extreme parenting. Going into the holidays, we're going away for the start of the holidays just for, you know, a couple of nights up the coast. Not far, but still, I know that she enjoys these beach holidays. I've used it. A little bit of a ploy of fruit, okay? So I ate an apple the other day and I saw Elsie look at me and then look at the apple and then look at me and I didn't make a comment, didn't make a conversation about it, but I could see her almost intrigued about this apple, right? That night I just bailed her up and I said, okay, so you know how we're going to Noosa for holidays? She goes, yes. I said, okay, do you want to come? She goes, yes, I love it. I love going there. I love going to the beach. I said, excellent. I said, so what's going to happen now? I said, and I know this is extreme, but 
we have to start this process. You said to me that you would start eating fruit and it's the end of the year and I've allowed it to play out until now. I said, so if you want to come to Noosa, what's going to happen is every second day you're going to eat a piece of fruit. She said, what? I said, you're going to eat a piece of fruit every second day. And I said, you can choose the fruit. I'm okay with that. You choose the fruit. I said, but otherwise you're not coming on the holiday. You're coaxing her onto the holiday by eating fruit. I said you have to eat a piece of fruit. And I'm thinking, going back to the apple comment, I thought she'd just want an apple. Everything will be fine. You know what she's decided? I said, you select the piece of fruit. I'll buy the fruit. It'll be there every second day. So I'm not force feeding her. I'm not making her do something. Well, I kind of am making her do something she doesn't want to do. <laughs> but this is extreme parenting. So you know what she decided on? Mango. Mango, she wants a mango every second day. <laughs> the most expensive fruit out of the whole goddamn thing. So now this has bit me on the ass. I now have to buy mangoes tomorrow. Like I've got money coming like out of my ass. Three dollars fifty a mango, and a then you mango. have to. No one knows how to cut a mango. That's weird. It's got like a flat, weird stone in the middle. Yeah, that's what I've done now. I have to own it. I have to go out. I have to buy mangoes. She's coming on the holiday because she's adamant about the holiday. That's fine. But whatever I can do to try and help her start eating fruit, here I am thinking I'm just buying a bag of apples. Now I've got to buy a fucking mango tree. (laughs) 